Hi, welcome to Coffee and Creatives. In episode two, we're talking about recovering a sense of identity. So grab a cup of coffee or your beverage of choice and come join us. Today, we're talking about Becca's love for boxed wine and lime trees, amongst other things. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to Coffee and Creatives. Becca, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Buddha Box wine. <laughs> yes. Well, see, I'm feeling a little under the weather, like I'm a little congested. So I figured I should go with something healthy. So went with Buddha Box wine. There you go. I am drinking this really strange wine. We got like a wine box from the. Should company. we change this to wine and cream? <laughs> Probably should. Let us whine about our art. That should be another hashtag. Anyway. Um, it's called Matchlock, and it's weird. It tastes like plums. I do not know if I like it, but mm. drinking it because it is the only wine we have. I'm Hold just on. drinking water, and I was going to make tea, but um, my last midwife appointment, they said I need to be drinking, like, four bottles of water, and I was drinking, like, two. So it's just, like, been hard for me to like, increase my water. She doesn't count like herbal tea as water. Um, I don't, I don't think so because it's like my bottle is twenty four ounces, so I have to drink four of those, and because of that, I haven't had time to drink my red raspberry leaf tea, and I'm like, no. But also, everything in my life has been like thrown off my course, so I'm just, just trying to survive with water right now. And that's good. That's good. You drink the water. You'll have the healthiest baby ever. Well, see. I'm always dehydrated, so I feel like, well, at least it keeps me hydrated. <laughs> All right. So week two, what in the artist's way, was recovering a sense of identity. So this week, we were supposed to address self-definition as a major component of our creative recovery. So we were supposed to be drawing new boundaries and staking out new territories for our personal needs and desires and interests. Um. And I hated this because I <laughs> like to not talk about anything with anyone. <laughs> it helps me really. <laughs> like, Who is in your circle? No one. <laughs> <laughs> and then my husband was kind of like, well, maybe could I be at the circle? <laughs> so then we had to really look at that. But um, so the first thing was just like, so how did it go? How? How did you feel about this week? Week two. Beth. Anna? <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, no, I'm just trying to put it off. I I did well, well in week two. Um, like, morning pages really, really helped me. I'm, like, noticing already, like, how much I'm, like, processing things better and, like, thinking things over. Um, so I did it in the actual week two that was like like a week or two ago however long ago that it was that we pushed it off mm-hmm. like the actual week two I was like prepared writing my morning pages doing the things and feeling like really good about everything and just like having a lot of good insights and like just self-discoveries but in this actual past week I have not done my morning pages and it has like really like, I'm noticing the difference of, like, I need that in my life. Like, I need that because it helps me so much. Yeah. 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 I felt like this week I have 
I something that I've noticed for myself is when I do something creative, like I um am helping someone illustrate a children's book, and usually I would just like fret over it and like push it off. And then I like sat down one day, I'm like, no, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this right now. I have an idea and I'm just gonna go for it. And I felt so much more confident in mm. like just going. Um that's really good I create like on an assignment it can be harder for me um so I was happy to like well yeah like oh maybe this can help me just like get over that sometimes creative block and I can do more commissions and not be a bum so Hmm. I think for me so um I had a pretty intense week this week with just like pretty much like every section of my life I had some major failure or um, struggle like a couple of which was I um, I teach full-time and then I have a, a second job teaching in the evenings and I ended up resigning from the second job and, and then my son had pneumonia and they were talking about admitting him to the hospital but then everything worked out now like he's fine but um, and then just like a couple other interpersonal issues with people uh And so, I mean, I did not handle it the way that I would like to. But I did notice in this time of, like, extreme kind of, like, pressure from a lot of different points that I was much more mindful. And I did, like, have a lot of anxiety sweats during the day. But I didn't, like, completely, like, flip out the way I normally do because I think I was processing stuff more instead of just kind of reacting to these um struggles I was having and I also have noticed like a big change in my the way that I think and relate to God I think that um I have uh because I'm more aware of myself like my needs and my struggles and sort of what's going on with me I've been um more um like in prayer and um leaning instead of just kind of like being not present being present and then realizing like oh I really need God to help me with this and I need um God's wisdom and direction and forgiveness so that's been good too that's awesome yeah and another thing that's been kind of like I think partially just coincidental but maybe a little bit because of me like being more mindful about these things is that um, my husband Derek also has been like he has been a lot more creative this week um, like he's always creative but he's been like doing so much stuff with music and just kind of like a creative happy space usually uh, well not usually but sometimes he's like in a creative like destructive like phrase I think we can all like kind of relate to that and he also has been like really actively um, pursuing his relationship with God too so um, I think part of that is just, like, coincidence, but I think uh, there might be a little bit of, like, one of us sparking the other and sort of, like, creatively and spiritually. That's awesome. That's good. Good job. Snaps. <laughs> um, so, one of the big things that they wanted us to do this week, and I found this one to be the most time-consuming out of all of the assignments for this week was where does your time go and list your five major activities and how much time do you spend on each one and where like 
how much time do you think that you should spend on each one and how much mm. about helping others and ignoring your own desires and like I don't like that but <laughs> it made me realize that I don't really make as much time as I want to for like I feel like I spend a lot of my time just around the house taking care of my daughter and then working. That's like my main things, which is not bad. This week was like not a good week to do an inventory of that because James had pneumonia. So like I just was like kind of I just had to like make sure he was okay. And then um, Derek and I were like tag teaming it with work and stuff and like every job, when you miss, then it like makes so much more work. So, this week I had, um, I think, much less time for like personal, like self care and cultivating artistic life than normal. It was pretty minimal, but I think I'm gonna do it ag- like again next week when everybody's healthy and we're kind of a little bit more back on track. Yeah, one thing that I did think um, I did better was I think I made more time for exercising. Like, because I can take my daughter with me when I exercise. Oh. So I, I made better time for that this week. And I think because I did the sort of pie chart thing that they wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. That helped oh, yeah. be like, oh yeah, exercising. I can do that with joy. I don't have to do it by myself. Just do it. So. Yeah, I um didn't do the inventory thing because... The past two weeks have been, like, really weird weeks for me. So, like, the week that I was actually doing week two, I, like, just was, like, traveling. I was, like, helping my friend find a wedding dress. So, like, traveling to all these different, like, wedding shops, like, every night. And then this past week, I was house-sitting for my mom and then, like, working more. And I usually don't work that many days a week. Um, but I just got a lot of days at me. And I was like, oh, gosh. So... It was, like, a weird week, so, yeah, (laughs) but I feel like most of my time goes to, I'm, like, a yes girl, so, like, people are always, like, can you do this thing, and I'm, like, of course, totally, and I think I spend a lot of time, like, helping other people with, like, their projects or things, and I want to do it, but I don't do a great job of prioritizing my things, and then yes, like basic yeah. management of my house, <laughs> like constantly behind and like managing a one bedroom apartment. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think it's kind of like, well, you know, there's like this anecdote about Harper Lee who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird that she wrote this like amazing, great American novel. But then the rest of her life, she spent it helping other another author write his work and like revising and helping him um and so there's I know like they took some of her other work and published it but I think it's the idea of like you in helping someone else that's a good thing but when that because something that you do instead of doing your own art it becomes a hiding thing instead of just a good thing Mm. right yeah and I think it was like too many things hitting me at one time to like Mm -hmm. help other people and so it was like this one project I've been like meaning to like help my friend with and then I got really behind on it because like first trimester and then holidays 
And then I was literally just about ready to get to it. And then my friend that's getting married, like, can you make my wedding invitations? Or I think I told her, like, let me help you. <laughs> and then I did that. And um, that took some time. So, yeah, I, like, I think I did, like, too many things coming in at one time. And mm. I also like the idea of extending myself because then it, like, distracts me from my own work. Mm-hmm. Because I have, like weird anxiety about just doing the things I want to do even though I enjoy it when I do it (laughs) yeah I think you're definitely not alone in that I think all three of us struggle with that yeah yeah but I remember somebody told me they were like whenever you say no to something you're saying yes to something else so think about or when you say yes to one thing you're saying no to something else so what is the thing you are saying no to when you say yes and that kind of changed my perspective a little bit but I I really struggle with like saying no to other people because it just feels like egocentric um like egotistical if I don't want to help somebody else but when I I have seen when I have said no to something there has always been somebody else who's come like this year they wanted me at my school to lead the senior trip again I did it last year and I led them to Puerto Rico and it was like a ton of extra work and they're like, well, we don't have anybody else to do it unless you do it. You're the only one who can do it. And I was thinking about it and talking with Derek. And I was like, you know what? No, that was like so much extra work. And it's not fair for me to do all this extra work for free every year. So I need to say no and focus on other things this year. And then somebody else like was like, well, I guess I can do it if Becca won't do it. So yeah, like, sometimes like instead of like sort of like the atlas complex thinking like everything is going to fall apart unless I lift it up to know like some things are out of my hands and that's okay I just need to like steward the little piece of the sky that I have but other people can figure out their piece of the sky yeah 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 I need to remind myself of that daily because I feel like so we might move in the semi near future and like I was talking to my husband about, like, we're moving. What, like, I'm part of this ministry. I'm like, what's this ministry going to look like without me? And he's like, well, you know, God is in charge of the ministry. <laughs> not you. So I think it'll be okay because he's going to do a much better job than you would. I was like, that sounds like he was being me, but he wasn't being me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not in control of that. God's in control. It'll be okay. Um, yeah. So the other thing that they wanted us to do was draw a circle and place topics that you need to protect in the circle. So like, for me, I put my creative life, like painting, journaling, that sort of thing, talking like, um, my relationship with my husband, like sometimes, not that I need to protect it, protect it, but you know, that's not, I don't need to talk about what we're going through or what we're struggling with, with everyone that we, I meet. Mm. Um, and like some of my devotional life, I feel like is pretty private and I need to protect that. And then it wanted us to put people that we trust in that circle with those topics, the safe people to talk to about it. And then unsafe people mm. on the side of it. Ooh, I need to do that. It was it was really helpful. So while I was doing it, there are obvious people in my circle. Like, you two are part of my circle. Like, I can pretty much talk to you about anything, and I feel very safe. 
But I have another friend who's a really good friend. She's really nice and kind and she does a lot for me. But like every time I have a success in something, she finds something that's kind of like, well, why did you do it that way? Like, even if I succeed it, she, she questions and it kind of just makes me feel, I don't know how to say it, but just right. like, she's like one of the poisonous playmates. Yeah. Like how the book says, like the, the friends that like, aren't happy for you when you do an artwork, but they, they're like your art friend, but it's like very toxic. Yeah. But just, just pretty much just with art. Okay. Um. I think, or I don't know, maybe it's just I'm more insecure with my art than in other areas of my life. So it feels like I need to protect my art sometimes from her. So here's an example of it. I got into an art show and I used my initials and then my last name. And that's what they was like under my painting. And my friend was like, well, why didn't you just use your first and last name? Like, why did you use your initials? That's weird. And I did that because I want to be... Um, I read a book about how to be successful in art and they said to use your initials because that way people don't judge you whether they think you're a man or a woman they just judge your art. I knew you did that but I didn't know why. I was just like oh this is cool. Noelle's the bomb. She must be the coolest person ever because she uses initials. Well that's why why J.K. Rowling uses initials I think. It makes total sense. I love it. So that was the RBM. (laughs) and so but she was like why did you do that that's so weird like you should use your real name I'm like well it is my real name it's my initials and my last name (laughs) but um do you guys what did you guys think about that exercise did you do it did you find it beneficial Becca I'm sorry I was looking at my wine and thinking it tasted good um (laughs) uh did I do it no I didn't do that one yeah, because that one's connected with where does your time go? It's like a second section in it, and I missed that completely because I didn't do the beginning. That's fine. So let's go on to the list then. So they had a list. They wanted us to do 20 things that you enjoy doing. List 20 things you enjoy doing. I don't want to go over my entire 20 list. Let's talk about all 20 in vivid detail. <laughs> um, but we were okay. to pick two and just like kind of do those two. Yeah. So for me, it was, um, I really enjoy doing CrossFit and I enjoy shooting with my camera. Again, like last week I gave this disclaimer, I'm not a super amazing photographer, but I do enjoy doing photography. So I actually used my camera this week and I went to CrossFit two times, which is like kind of, and I went with, I went by myself. I try and go with my husband, but his work schedule has been crazy. So we end up, because I want to go with him, I end up going less. Hmm. I go like once a week. And this week I went twice and I took my daughter and I just did it. And it was really good. I definitely felt better this week physically than I have. Um, So those were my two things. And I was really happy with them. I think it made me, I don't know, a better me. That's really good. Yeah, that's one thing I really like to do is um, that I have is like traveling. I love going to new places and having new experiences. Whenever like I go to the airport to go somewhere, I just start to like kind of like tingle with just like this like oh I'm on an adventure. I'm like Bilbo Baggins. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so <laughs> like 
next to your Bilbo bag. <laughs> so, like, whether I'm going, when like... I podcast people to think that you look like <laughs> it's the hairy feet. <laughs> um, but so, like, and just having, especially like intercultural experiences, I just love that. And especially if I get to go somewhere where I can use Spanish. I just love speaking in Spanish with um, another in another culture. It's great. So um, when I've gone to Spain or when I went to Puerto Rico or Guatemala, that was really cool. Um, but even just like going I, I, when I was in grad school, I went to Alabama for this um, presentation I gave at a conference. And I remember I was at the airport and I was like, I'm on an adventure. I get to go to Alabama and like just being so excited. Um, and seeing like different parts of humanity and different views so that's one thing I, I really love and then um, writing I like writing and I especially like writing the letter J in cursive I think it's so beautiful and every time I write a letter J I just look at it and think this is the most beautiful letter why does my name not have a J um, which is maybe a lot of the reason why I named my son James because then I could write the letter J a lot those are my two those are good. Did you find a way to um, incorporate them this week? I wrote the letter J a lot, and I reflected on how beautiful J was. <laughs> I did not travel at all. I mean, I traveled to work and back. Um, but I um, am really looking forward to one thing with me resigning from my extra job is that I might I now have a spring break, whereas before the spring breaks weren't at the same time. I was like, oh, now I could plan an adventure. So, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Anna? Um, yeah, so I wrote a whole list, but um, the one, the two that um, I did were coloring so I I haven't colored in a really long time like in a coloring book um like the last time I colored was like when DJ got us this super cool coloring book like right before I went to India in like 2016 so like four years ago did you know Um, that I have your luggage that you took to India wait really yeah because I guess you got rid of it and gave it to Cassie and then Cassie gave it to me. And so the oh. luggage that I use is, I think, your old luggage. Hey, wait, that might have been the one I took to South Africa. Because when I went to India, I only took a backpack. Okay, then never mind. But you might have my other set. Like, it's a bag and a matching yes. suitcase. Yes. Wait, I was wondering where that went. I was like, that was a great set. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I took it we to Europe. <laughs> so good. Um, well, awesome. Recycling. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Um, Anyways, I haven't colored in a long time, and um, something happened that made me, like, really, really upset, and when I get, like, super, super stressed, I can get really sick. Um, It's just, like, how my body is. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Like, weird things will happen to me, and since I'm pregnant, like, even though I'm, like, even more stressed, like, I can't be stressed because I'm pregnant, and I'm stressed that I'm stressed. So I randomly like re- like had this urge to color and I was like, oh yes, like let me color. And it really, really helped. Like it was so healing. Um and I just like was able to like process my feelings and like pick colors and color in the lines and it was just 
what it was just something I really needed and I, I have not done that in like years and it, it felt really good to color again um and then the other thing I did was I did a little bit of photography when I went to Noelle's husband's um reenlistment took some pics edited them and they look so good yeah I it was just really fun to do that because I I was thinking to myself oh I haven't like used like my editing app in a while like I haven't really had any pictures to take so that was really fun to do that because I love just like for fun taking pictures and editing them all the time so yeah that's good awesome so we were supposed to do the imaginary lives again this week oh yeah so this week I did my imaginary lives were a yogi because like I like yoga but I never do yoga like when I (laughs) that's so funny I'm like yes I like yoga but then I never do it um I would be an author, a professor of art history, a horse trainer, or a body, like a lifeguard. I'm so glad that you have horse trainer on there. Because when you were little, you just loved horses so much. All the much. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody the other day was like, what kind of horse is that? And then I was like, that is a Clydesdale. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I used to read horse books and just weep over their beauty. <laughs> Oh that God. is definitely a Clydesdale. And they're like, I'm not sure. And I was like, no, that is definitely a Clydesdale. <laughs> and they were like, why are you so confident? <laughs> so I tried to make a little time. I picked the, I think I, I would really like to teach art history. I think I would be good at it. You'd be so good at it. Oh, you yeah, teach you me art history it. every time you talk to me. <laughs> Yeah, you do. I get, like, a mini art history lesson. I love it. So, yeah, I like, I just really like it. So, I read a book about art history because I haven't read one in a while, and it reminded me, oh, yeah, I like art history. I should read a book about it. So, I found a book. I found it for free through this app, which all of you should use. It's called Libby. Um, and if you have a library card, you See, can just borrow I books. I downloaded that, but I have to pay my fine in order to, like, so. <laughs> that's like. Well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> and to pay the fine, my library, like, you have to go in and pay it. There's no way to pay it online. So that's you have to, like, face to face, face the librarian and say like, yes, I did not return this. Yes, I live less than a mile away and I passed this on the way to work. But no, I could not find a way to return this book on time. (laughs) I feel that. I also have a library find right now that I need to pay that I just haven't. I haven't gone back to the library after I was like, dang it. Um, But I haven't prioritized getting a new library card for that same reason. Because <laughs> I'm already worried about the late We should just, like, jointly get a library card and then nobody check anything out on it and we just use it for Libby. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that, yeah. Um, it would be worth it. But I got this book called Broad Strokes by Bridget Quinn and it was about 15, um, 15 women artists throughout history. And it was really, really good. I highly recommend it. A lot of the artists I knew, but some of the artists I didn't know, 
Um, so I learned a lot, and it was really interesting. Like Virginia Woolf had a sister. Who you told me that over text, and it was like a oh, little yeah. history lesson over text. Yeah, it was just it was really interesting and super cool. So I was really happy that I did that, and I'm looking for more art history books. So if anybody has any suggestions, send them my way. Um, I've been meaning to tell you I have like a ton of art history books that I've been <laughs> meaning to like tell you like you should borrow these from me and read them because I haven't. Yes, except I'm really bad at returning books as well. So oh. a little fun fact that is very tangential, but um, you know Florence and the Machine song "What the Water Gave Me" and how that's like about Virginia Woolf. Yeah. Well, one time Derek and I were in college before we were married. We were just like dating, and that song like played, and I was like, "Oh, I really like this song." He was like, "Hmm, I think this is about Virginia Woolf, isn't it?" And I was like, "Oh man, I gotta marry him." Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's the deal. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. My husband took me to, like, we, I, he was stationed in um, Nowheresville, North Carolina. And I went to visit him. And then we drove an hour and a half. He looked up an art museum that he thought I would like. And it was an hour and a half away. And we drove an hour and a half to go to an art museum. And I was like, well, I guess I'm marrying this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He did not enjoy it. Like, but. Well, so I'm just going to do two, but one of like my possible lives would be as a lawyer because when I was little, I always wanted to be a lawyer. I thought it would be so fun to argue with people all day and to study things and then to tell people why you're right and they're wrong. So that's one of them. Um, and then the second one was a librarian but not a librarian in a normal library but a librarian in a library that has walls that are very very high and that they need special librarians who can climb the walls and find the books because they're hidden in code to keep them from people who don't deserve to have the knowledge and so I would be um, kind of like rock climber slash librarian in this enormous cathedral of a library and find um the secret knowledge for people on quests <laughs> i love that that so how how did you incorporate that into your schedule at all that's my um possible life so i've been reorganizing the library in my house there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's awesome and arguing with everybody i see which though <laughs> is not out of the norm <laughs> Wait, so we we were supposed to write five, but we're only sharing two? Is no, that- I'm just sharing two because those are my two favorite, and they're like, oh. do you want to know the other ones? Um, you don't have to share them if you don't want to. It's okay. I, I just felt like those were the two best. Those are the best. That's pretty awesome. I have a fun antidote about climbing bookshelves. Antidote or anecdote? See, I'm already arguing. See? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a tangent, but I'll tell it really quick. I asked my husband, like, what one of his earliest memories were or is what's his earliest memory what is his earliest? yeah and he told me that his earliest memory was climbing his bookshelf and laying on the top of it and drawing on the wall oh my god holding a pencil between his teeth climbing up the bookshelf (laughs) oh my god where were your parents (laughs) oh my gosh oh wow wow um okay so my first one is muralist um this instagrammer 
that I follow has been like painting this like seascape mural. I keep sending you. I think Noel, you watch his stuff too. What Chapman Hamburg or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like obsessed with this whole process, and like just watching him paint it. It's just like the best thing. <laughs> it's like my favorite content on Instagram right now. Um, and then also because like my mom keeps texting me like nursery ideas, and she's like, "You should really do a mural in the nursery." <laughs> But I'm like, I don't know where I will be living and if I can paint on the walls. (laughs) So, but like having her like really excited about it is great. And then I've started being like, oh, it'd be fun to be a muralist one day. Like, that's a cool idea. Um, And then I have art teacher, yoga instructor. So we were vibing Noel. (laughs) We do yoga together. That could be I know, right? Um, Then I have Starbucks coffee drink creator which is a real job and I really want it one day <laughs> but it's very hard to get <laughs> um and then the last one is invitation designer and that's because I was designing my friend's invitation and I was like oh, I should just like put myself on Etsy I mean invitation designer like what the heck like I feel like I could make some like money off of this oh my goodness one of my friends made the most beautiful wedding invitations I've ever seen like, oh they God. were so great, and he made them himself. And then his fiance dumped him, and it was so <gasps> sad. Oh, my God. It was so sad. I kept the invitation for a long time because I was just <laughs> so sad. Because <laughs> it was so such a perfect invitation. Like, he had drawn them in it, and it was, yeah, anyway. Aww. Wow. That is so sad. That is real sad. But he had a moment where somebody who he knew, like, asked him to design their wedding invitations. And so he took the design he had done for him and his ex-fiance and kind of, like, remade it and drew um, this mutual friend of ours and her fiance for it. And so he was able to kind of, like, redeem it and give it a different life. But it was just like, this is the most perfect wedding invitation I've ever seen. And then she... Yeah, anyway, so it was bittersweet, but give a new life. Dude, yeah, I, like, this is different, but, like, I took, like, some really great pictures of a friend of mine and their, like, girlfriend, and then the same thing, a friend of mine and her boyfriend, and, like, like, really cool pictures, and then both of the couples broke up, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> Never pick, take pictures of any couple those again. pictures were so good. I was like, I can't. <laughs> so, every time I look at the pictures, I'm just, like, really moody. I'm like, this was such a beautiful picture. It doesn't stand for love anymore. <laughs> Dance for pain. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh. Okay, so 10 tiny changes is where you're supposed to list 10 changes you'd like to make for yourself um, in, like, a really small way. And I found changes, tiny changes to be hard to come up with because I always think of, like, big changes. Me too. Yeah. So, I was like, I need to change everything. Run 40 miles every morning. And then write a novel. <laughs> and if I don't do this, I'm a failure. <laughs> yeah yeah so my 10 tiny changes was just like the one that I picked to actually do because they were like pick one of them I'm like I have to do all of them (laughs) but um 
So the one that I picked was I was just going to, and this sounds really stupid, but I was just going to tell my husband thank you more often when he does stuff around the apartment. Because most of the time I don't tell him anything except like, you didn't do that. You need to do it. <laughs> um, so I made a really big point of being like, wow, thank you so much for doing that. I noticed that you did that and you did it. Thank you. And I think that it helped some. Like, I don't know. It was good. It was not magical. I felt stupid. It was like, <laughs> hey, <this is> weird. <laughs> but one of so one of my changes, or the one that I I decided to go with, was similar to that. Um, I have like this really bad habit of just when I come home from work, just complaining about how everyone else that I know is an idiot and how amazing I am and how stupid everybody else I know is just or just like in general just like complaining as soon as I get home like I can't believe so-and-so did this like and I can't believe so-and-so did that um and so um Derek and I were talking about it and we're like we need to just it's okay to talk about those things but we're just really in the habit we just come home and we're like everybody's stupid um so and I like when he and I were talking about this I was like well like maybe we should just like talk about the positive things and he was like what I think we should do instead is talk about just maybe like confess one thing that we did wrong that day and then just remember that all things are made new in Christ and I was like I just want to focus on the positive like why do we have to confess anything that we did wrong um so we just, I mean, we haven't been perfect at it, but we just have, like, when we get home, instead of um, complaining, just been like, well, I really struggled and how, like, one thing is, like, I, like, really struggled with how I dealt with the student, felt like I was kind of a little harsh with him when he was being disruptive in class, so that's one thing that I didn't do right, but I know that I, um, can continue to work on this and trust that it's not my teaching alone but like um god that will mentor the student and it really has been like a perspective change um i think even more so than just being like positive i guess because like whenever people are like oh say things positive i'll like say something positive and then underneath i'll be like but everybody's stupid wow good job not being as stupid as you could be i'm really good at being sarcastic but that's awesome and i'm totally gonna steal that yeah i'm gonna be my small change for next week is that instead of complaining about other people because i do that too like i come in the door and be like this happened and this happened and this was stupid and like it is not good for me, and I've been trying. I've been trying to be more positive. Air quotations around that, but it hasn't really. But yeah. I think I, I know this is unpopular, uh, an unpopular opinion. But I think positivity, for the sake of positivity, is shallow and even sometimes harmful. But I think yeah. that when you find like true goodness and true joy, you should celebrate and cultivate it. But when you're just like think positive, like it just I feel like is kind of like. I oh I think of like in Hamlet when he's like 
looking at York and he's like, oh, go tell my lady to paint it an inch thick, like paint makeup an inch thick over her skull because she's going to end up like this. Like you're just putting makeup over a a rotting skull. Um, Lipstick on a pig. Yeah. (laughs) Another unpopular opinion I have, I'm sorry I'm kind of ranting now, but I hate (laughs) Caleb. Like, I hate Caleb. Like, like the positive and encouraging, like, Christian radio. Because, like... I thought you were saying the name Caleb. And I was like, so... <laughs> yeah. What? Oh. Who is the name of an ex-boyfriend that I'm not very fond of. But... Well, also same. <laughs> but, um, like, where they're, like, just positive and encouraging. Think positive and encouraging. And I just feel like that's just so shallow. And, like that Jesus, he knew, like, the happy ending, that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, but he still mourned in that moment. Even if you know the happy ending, it's still good to mourn the sadness in the moment. Um, And to not have the full spectrum of emotions is um, just, I feel like, a really weak way to process um, hard things. But that's, like, a whole other thing, and I know that's probably, like, maybe I'm just being too harsh on Caleb, but... And Caleb, but the um, oh, lost my train of thought. But I think sometimes I overreact to that kind of like saccharine positivity, like everything is horrible, nothing is good, and I just kind of descend into a cynicism, which in many striking ways is similar to the saccharine positivity. Yeah, I think it can kind of it's like a circle, mm-hmm. and you can kind of go both ways with it, where like everything sucks and everything's terrible, or you can be like. Everything. Positive and encouraging. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But just like can I can I say it? The live, laugh, love thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Needed to be said. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, I liked how you guys picked, like, actual, like, things I should stop doing. <laughs> and I wrote, like, buy a whole new bedroom. <laughs> but, like, um, one of the things I wrote was, like, go on more walks because, A, I, it's really good for me for exercise now that I am pregnant. Um, <laughs> but also, like, I just think it's so good for me to get outside. Um, I live in a basement apartment, and so some days I don't really go outside, which sounds crazy, but, like, I just don't ever have to. Also, it's winter, so don't judge me. Oh, not Um, judging at all. I'm just hibernating. But, yeah, I I really, like, need to get outside more and just move, and it's just good for you in so many ways. Um, So I took my mom's dog for a walk. And he, like, knew. Like, I think he, like, I'm not kidding. I think he was listening to my conversation with DJ, like, outside the door. Because I came out of, like, the bedroom and he was, like, so, so, so excited to see me. And I was like, what has changed? And he knows the word walk. So I think, I think he heard me, which is, like, unbelievable. This dog's crazy. <laughs> um, so I took him for a walk and he was super excited. And then I was super happy because it was, like, he was like on some kind of dog steroid or something. He was walking so fast 
So then it got me walking really fast. And then I got insecure about if I was a fast walker because I thought I was. <laughs> but he was making me like <laughs> walk so fast. <laughs> but then in the end, we like ended up having like a really long walk. Like I think it was like 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, it was like super good. And I need that for like my twice a week cardio. But also like I think it's just good for me to like get out and do something outside which is also hard to do in the winter you Um, are so good at being pregnant and I was so bad at it like literally hearing you talk about things and like huh maybe I should have drank (laughs) less espresso and not worked 70 (laughs) hours a week no I well first of all I didn't do anything for the whole first trimester I I didn't do anything until like week 17 I was like oh I should like work out (laughs) Because I finally got my energy back then. But no, like, I, it's, I'm in, I'm in this workout challenge. And honestly, that's what's keeping me, like, extra motivated to, like, sign off on it every day. And uh, my first week got thrown off because I was, like, I had to keep traveling for dress shopping. And I was working and I couldn't, I can't do a lot in one day because, like, being pregnant, you get tired really easy. So um, it's been hard for me to, like, prioritize working out but now that I'm in this challenge I'm like super like I gotta I gotta get my workouts in (laughs) but like but today like I was gonna do like my leg day but instead I walked which was fine because I think that was probably better because I'm actually exhausted because I worked two days in a row and hats off to all the pregnant women that work full-time jobs nine to fives because I don't know how you do it and you're my heroes so it was a huge huge story I like it Thanks. I'm sorry that I have derailed our conversation okay you're fine <laughs> all right so then let's just let's wrap up with the check-in for week two so how many times did you do your morning pages how, what was your artist date this week? Did you have anything significant in your recovery? Um, I feel like I keep on going first. So does somebody else want to go first or I can go first? Okay. So two weeks ago, I was great at pages, but this week was like um, hell week. And so I did not do my morning pages. I think I did it once which is horrible, but I resigned from one of my jobs, so everything should be back to um, uh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy next week, um, but I I am like, I don't know, I feel like I'm having some sort of breakthrough as a person, that I am like much more present and able to think things through, and just having impulses of creativity Um, which I haven't had in years. So um, minimum effort, but I can still see differences. But I think this week was just kind of exceptional with pneumonia and job crisis stuff. And then also like a couple other things. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Like the two weeks ago, I like was doing the morning pages every day or whatever week I did week two I did them like every morning but this past week was just so crazy for me with like um like 
well, like we found out the gender of the baby, and then like, oh yeah, Jacqueline. congratulations! That's so awesome. Thanks. It's a girl. Yeah, <laughs> it was so exciting. Um, it's a girl, and we both were shook, <laughs> but like we're also really excited. That That's I'd... so. I'm so excited yeah. for you to have a girl. You're gonna you'd be a great mom of anybody, but I just think it's gonna be so special to have a little girl. Yeah, I think I feel like you know, like. God knows what we need, and like I'm just excited. Also, I babysat the cutest little girl yesterday, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait for my own. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I I was not consistent in running pages. I literally just like the past two weeks have just been like crazy, crazy, which never really happens for me. Um, but the days that I did morning pages and like the weeks that I did them, like the same thing. Like I just felt so good, and like I felt like I was processing things better, and I was thinking more creative creatively and like way more positive so um I'm definitely noticing a difference and I really want to get back on track this week with morning pages and do you like for me I feel like I I draw and I paint pretty regularly um not like all the time I probably set aside like two or three hours I would say twice a week Okay. But I feel like when I do it, now that I'm doing the morning pages and I'm going through the artist way, I feel like they're more productive. Mm. It makes sense. Like my work is of a higher quality where it comes easier. Do you guys, are you guys experiencing that? I think that I am not as disciplined as you in being an artist. So like before this didn't even set aside time for it it was just kind of a thing in my mind where it's like I would really like to be a writer but right now I need to focus on my career and being a mom and make sure I have all these papers graded um so I think the difference for me is um different from yours in that it's not that my time is better but that there is actually time now for it hmm I feel like I am somewhat better at making time for it. I think I'm, I fall in the middle between the two of you. Like, I'm not super structured, but I do, like, try to make time to do something creative when I can. Um, and when I made my friends, like, wedding invitations, like, I was, like, I hadn't done watercolor in a really long time. Um and so it was just, like, really fun to get back into it. And, like, for a minute, I had, like, this moment of, like, imposter syndrome of, like, wait, how do I mix colors? <laughs> and, like... What is color? What, what is how life? I, how do I what get into color? Like, it was, like, this weird thing where, like, I was, like, of course, and I will paint. And then as soon as I sat down, I was, like, wait, what? <laughs> because it's just been so long. And then I just was, like, no, I think I know how to do it. And then I did it. And I was, like, why did I even doubt myself? Um, yeah. whereas I feel like before I would have like panicked and like I like stalled longer or something but mm-hmm. I just like dove right in, wrote right into it and then like um I made like a bunch of different designs and then the final design I felt like looked the best and she thought it looked the best too um and I was really happy with like how it turned out and I, I felt like um <coughs> Like, it's, like, it was, like, a muscle I haven't flexed in a long time. Mm-hmm. But it also was, like, 
just like picking up a bike and riding again. I was like, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. And then I was like, wow, like I am really good at mixing colors. (laughs) So yeah, I I definitely have noticed like, I feel like um, I'm not as like down on myself as like, oh, this is going to be horrible or like, I don't think this looks good. Like kind of thing. I think I'm kind of more like, well, this didn't turn out exactly how I thought it would, but it's going in the right direction. Yeah. I feel like, so this last week, so we, we took a break for the podcasters, like for the day that we worked out to record the podcast wasn't working. But last week I had, fam- my husband's family came back into town again. His, my um, father-in-law came back into town. So I felt like I didn't really hit my stride with the morning pages until this week. So I kind of had the, a different experience from you guys where like, okay, finally we're getting back to our routine. Um, so I did the morning pages this week and I felt really good and I actually got up early and I went to bed early. So that was really, really nice. Um, I really suck at the artist dates though. Like I, I just made, like I made a special dish that I'd never made before. Like I looked up a recipe. That was the only thing I could think of to do for the artist date this week. So I made bimbop. I bought myself a plant. That was mine. Because <laughs> I love succulents and I always kill them. So I bought a really giant succulent that looks very hardy. And I look yeah, at it and I think, you're a beautiful little succulent. Please don't die. <laughs> you need to send me a picture of the succulent. <laughs> I also, yeah, I want to see it. I also bought, like, so I have this lime tree that's very important to me. Because, like, Limey. Limey, he's so important to me. I can't even describe it, like... We bought him for our wedding, and at our wedding ceremony, we, like, planted him with dirt from my oh, parents' yeah, yard. yeah, you guys used the dirt from the yards. I loved that. I know. Like, and so, he's not been doing well. He's kind of been neglected a little bit uh, since James has been born, and I find this deeply symbolic about the state. I feel like my soul is tied to Limey. Like, if he dies, oh. I feel like I'll die. So, I went out, and I bought him, like, a much bigger box because I feel like he was confined to the smaller box. And then I transplanted him. And when I pulled him out of his little box that he was in, all of his um, roots were so webbed. And I was like, Oh, I should have transplanted him years ago. What was I doing? He's been confined and unable to grow. And then I've been like misting him every night and trying to make sure he has enough nutrients and all this stuff. And the box I transplanted him to was like $60, but I was like, it's okay. I know we're on a budget, but it's for Limey. Um, (laughs) So anyway, but now he's like, he really seems like he's doing a lot better. And it's so hard for me not to see him as like symbolic of the state of like my family, my marriage, my creative life, my general well-being. So I feel like if this plant dies, I'm going to have a complete and utter breakdown. Um, so yeah, I bought a giant box for Limey and transplanted him and watered him a bunch and then bought a succulent. I don't think these are real artist dates, but that's what I did. I think that counts. Yeah. I think that's really special. Because the artist dates are kind of like self-care for you. Yeah. So I feel like... Yeah. Not in our monthly budget. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why did you spend $80 at uh, Home Depot? I was like, it was very important. Life, life, um, 
critical. It was critical. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like you need to write a story about Limey. I'm going to give you a homework. <laughs> I want a story about Limey. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool to, like, write it from the perspective of, like, the plan mm. and like your life happening in the background oh but it's gonna just be like the lady in the tramp where it's like nothing could come between me and my owner oh they had a child now i'm neglected oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> stop laughing <laughs> um Anna, did you go on an artist date? I'm sorry, I really hijacked that conversation. Did we talk about artist dates already? I had like, I did so many things that I count, I counted as an artist date, and I'm trying to remember what, which ones I counted. Uh, you can just do like your favorite one, maybe. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to remember one of them because I think one I didn't think was like good enough, and then I did something else. And I was like, oh, this is a better thing to say as an artist date. The best thing for an artist um, date is to go to Home Depot. That's like really. Home Depot stresses me out, and then like all of the people always ask me like, "What do you need? Can I help you?" And it's like, I'm like, I just uh, yeah. to like, will you left alone, please? I'm looking for electrical tape. I um. Well, I did, like, a small thing. I um, I had a bunch of, like, leftover designs from, like, the wedding invitation designs. So I, like, wrote a bunch of, um, like, letters to some friends that I know who are having anniversaries coming up. And just, like, I was like, I should, like, use these. <laughs> so I did that. And I also planned my whole baby shower. Um and like picked the theme and everything and I just did like a ton of research on like the designs that I'm gonna do for the invitations for that so it was more like art researchy mini art sesh kind of thing that's awesome that's really good cool yeah that's good okay so I think that we I think podcast Number two is a wrap. Um, oh, can I share this quote? I looked it up when Anna was talking about her walk. Yes. It's from Jane Austen in her book Persuasion. And she's writing about going on a walk. And I have this like little calendar that I pull off um, like a new Jane Austen quote. Here's the quote from Jane Austen's novel, Persuasion. She writes, Her pleasure in the walk must arise from the exercise and the day, from the view of the last smiles of the year upon the tawny leaves and withered hedges, and from repeating to herself some few of the thousand poetical descriptions extant of autumn, that season of peculiar and inexhaustible influence on the mind of taste and tenderness. That season which has drawn from every poet worthy of being read some attempt at description or some lines of feeling. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Creatives. Hop onto our Instagram and let us know if you have book recommendations or artist date ideas for us. We'd love to hear from you. See you again next week.